Welcome to Inner Peace to Go, your source for practical, proven strategies to reduce stress and make life easier. I'm your host, Sandy Cohen, and I am so glad you're here. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Inner Peace to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. So last week I shared a couple of techniques that I rely on to bring myself calm, to give myself a little bit of peace when I feel my stress levels going up. And one of them is this long exhale technique, which I must say, this is one of my favorite things I have learned about on my journey to find more peace inside my brain. So about a decade ago, when I really started down this journey of studying what makes us happy, what in the brain is going on when we feel anxiety, like what is all this about? I really dug into the science because I wanted to understand my brain better. And also I wanted to be a little less afraid of what it meant to have a brain that didn't seem to be cooperating with like the rest of me when it came to my mindset, my mental state. I was so anxious. I was experiencing depression and it was like, what is wrong with my brain? So one of the things I learned about in the course of this study that has been most fascinating and in a way most liberating is the vagus nerve. Now the vagus nerve is getting a lot of attention. I read an article recently that it's like all the rage on TikTok, but the vagus nerve, what's always been there, it is a cranial nerve. It stretches from the the brain stem into the gut and it's you know it's part of our nervous system it's a nerve and the most interesting thing to me about the vagus nerve so it controls and has an influence in a lot of biological processes like it has to it plays a role in digestion and in metabolism and um, breathing and all kinds of stuff but one of the best things if you ask me one of the best things about this vagus nerve is when it is stimulated, it sort of turns on or leans the needle towards our parasympathetic nervous system. That is the relaxed state. That is the opposite of fight or flight. So the sympathetic nervous system is fight, flight, or freeze. That's where, you know, you're fully activated. You're all the way on because you need to run from a bear or something like that. The parasympathetic nervous system is the opposite. It is rest and digest. It is tend and befriend. It is chill. And the vagus nerve plays a role in getting us there. And the vagus nerve is something we can stimulate at will. And it's as easy as doing a long exhalation. I love this because we can almost always do a long exhalation if we remember to do it. So this to me has been such a liberating piece of science to know. It's been empowering to me to know it and to actually do it in moments of acute stress and feel myself calm down. I just love knowing about the vagus nerve. I recently wrote about the vagus nerve for shondaland.com. I've done a couple of episodes here about it. Last week's episode was about the long exhale and sort of how to do it. And that reminded me of this conversation that I had um, early in the year with my friend Branimir, and we're discussing the science of the vagus nerve. So my friend Branimir Kavartik is joining me in this episode. He is a fellow journalist and somebody who's just very curious and enthusiastic about life. 
And so I thought it would be fun to have conversations about some of the science that intrigues me most, the science of the, of the mind and the science of the brain, and chat it through with him and see what, you know, what resonated with him and what he was curious about. So in this episode, we are talking about the vagus nerve. This is a rerun, and I thought it was particularly fitting given last week's discussion of two calming techniques, the first one, which actually is about leveraging the vagus nerve. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. You're going to hear us talk about all kinds of stuff um, about the vagus nerve and some of the studies that that have been published on this nerve. And in the show notes, I'll also include my really recent story that I wrote for Shondaland.com that has other strategies for activating the vagus nerve. So please welcome my dear friend, Branimir Kavartek in this scientific discussion about the vagus nerve. Branimir, great to have you. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, you know how special this is that we're doing this. And for your audience, we've been friends for many, many years, but like really, really good friends. Like she really is my people. Absolutely. It's like <laughs> siblings, like siblings. But yes, better. Absolutely. Yeah, even better. Yeah. I don't think we've ever fought. I don't think we've ever fought. I don't think we've ever had a fight. No. No, we haven't, but we've been yeah. to a lot of concerts together. We've had a ton of adventures together. And I'm so excited you're here because you are someone. It's not that you're not interested in science, it's just that you're not like obsessed with the science of the mind the way I am. And so I'm really excited to talk about this stuff with you because I think you'll have like really normal kinds of questions about this stuff. And I'm hoping that it makes it really accessible to understand. Well, number one, the first thing that we should um, uh, put on the record is that I believe in science. Oh, yes, yes. I'm not a good student though. I've never been like a good student. So I'm not a good student of science. Like I wasn't good at physics. I sucked at chemistry, like, but I believe what the scientists tell me. And so, and I don't need a lot of convincing. I know the difference between truth and fiction. Right, right. And you know, science is true. I mean, you know, science is derived from studies and stuff like that. And you know what, let me tell you, I didn't think I was never good at science growing up either. I mean, I was certainly not good at science in high school. I had to take some science in college for my bachelor's degree. And I think like I got kind of, you know, middling grades like C's, but now I'm getting a master's and it's like all science. So go figure, oh, yeah. maybe our brains change as we grow. In fact, I know they do. And that'll be a future episode. Well, but I was about to say, I hope they do. Yes, they do. They do. Yeah. That's like what neuroplasticity is all about, which means that our brains are plastic, you know, they're malleable. But that's not what we're gonna talk about today. Today, I wanna talk to you about the vagus nerve. What do you know about the vagus nerve? I love Vegas. Vegas, baby, <laughs> Vegas. We're gonna be at 500 by midnight. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Um, so the vagus that nerve, <laughs> that is not what I'm talking about. The vagus nerve has nothing to do with Las Vegas. It's oh. the a-G-U-S. And it's actually named- A-G-U-S. That's how you spell vagus and vagus nerve. And it's actually, the name is derived from vagabond, like a wanderer, because this nerve, it doesn't really wander, but it connects your brain and your gut. It is a cranial nerve. It's one of the longest nerves, longest cranial nerves that we have. So it's literally from the back of your skull into your gut. And it, if you get like a gut feeling, 
and that gut feeling tells you like, ooh, that dude's sketchy, your vagus nerve is that play there. So that's- Oh, I, and that's so interesting because twice today, there was in a conversational exchange, the use of, you know, my gut is telling me, dot, dot, dot. I had that twice today. And that's it real. was a gut instinct. That's real. So the, the vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerve out of, there's 12. I do not know what the other 11 are. I know the vagus nerve. It interacts with your heart, your lungs, and your digestive tract. And it's sort of the main component of your parasympathetic nervous system. What is that? Your parasympathetic nervous system is the opposite of fight or flight. Like it's the opposite of the sympathetic nervous system that activates the stress response. Parasympathetic nervous system is chill, relax, rest and digest. So your vagus nerve is sort of the key to that. And it helps you mediate the stress response. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. So the, the vagus nerve is one of the nerves in your body. How many of named nerves do we have in the body? Is it a dozen? Is it a hundred? I have no idea. I'm maybe if I had to guess and I was on Jeopardy, I'd say maybe hundreds of thousands, but I have no idea. So I, first I'd like to know like how, how spe- like not how special, but how many more nerve, nerve names do we have in our bodies? That's a good question. And I don't know the answer. I know that we have 12 cranial nerves and I believe that the vagus nerve is the longest of them because it goes all the way to the gut. So it's it's one of 12 cranial nerves. Correct. And so it's special in the sense that it does connect the brain and the gut, which is why a gut feeling is something that we don't just feel in our stomach, but sort of in our brain and our thoughts, like in our mind. So it's connecting that. But what I think is so interesting about the vagus nerve, what I've learned about it is what it, how it relates to stress and how we can activate it. So like if stress is everything's turned up to 11 and you're super cranked up and you're super freaked out and everything is like running haywire, the vagus nerve is the volume button that takes it back down to like a reasonable two. And so it's like weed. It can be, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know the relationship between weed and the vagus nerve, but it's a natural thing. And guess how yeah, you yeah. activate it? It's so, so simple. Is there a button? <laughs> On my iPhone, there's an app for that? <laughs> there's an app for that. No, it's, you can activate it by breathing, by intentionally breathing. Oh, I see you taking a deep breath. I'll take one too. Okay, so let's, okay but here's, here's the key. To activate the vagus nerve, you don't just take a deep breath. You make your exhale longer than your inhale. So maybe let's try to like inhale for four and exhale for eight. So let's try it, okay? Inhale. Okay, so inhale for one, two, three, four, and then exhale longer. Yeah, and exhale. I had a hard time exhaling for eight. I, 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 well, me too. And plus I try to make some noise so there's not a lot of dead air. Oh yeah. For everybody listening, you know, <laughs> I wanted to make sure they knew that we were still here. Just yeah, waving. we're still here. Uh, that was eight seconds yeah, of silence. Eight, eight was, eight was uh, uh, you know, a full, like you kind of kind of need to leave some space to, to get the whole thing. So it's very intentional is what I'm trying to say. Yes, you have to be very intentional about it. There's other ways to stimulate the vagus nerve. I mean, the, the deep breathing, what I think is so impactful about that is there's other studies that show that breathing deeply, you know, calms stress. And I, I assume and suspect that part of that is because it activates this vagus nerve. 
I mean, and deep breathing just kind of slows you down. Yogic breathing, like that Ujjayi breath that they tell you to have in yoga, that activates the vagus nerve because you know how they tell you to like constrict your throat and have it at the back of your throat, like that breath, you know, where you do like the Darth Vader breath. So are you saying, are you saying that by simply just doing this breath four in and eight out that like you're guaranteed to turn the volume down? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think it will probably take more than one breath. I think you'd probably have to do no, it. No, 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 right. But if you did it for whatever amount of minutes that you have to do it, but just simply by doing it, you're saying that guaranteed 100%, absolutely, you're going to turn the volume down. That's Some. correct. Yes, that's correct. And I've actually even seen this, you know, in the um, continuing education classes that I have to do for my coaching certificate. We've had speakers like, psycho- you know, psychiatrists, psychologists, and other experts come and talk to us. And this psychologist, he wasn't mentioning the vagus nerve specifically, but he was mentioning the longer exhales, like the, the exhale longer than the inhale activates that parasympathetic response, which is that rest and digest as opposed to fight or flight, right? So if those are the two dichotomies, fight or flight is like total stress and rest and digest is like, I'm a chill. That yeah. doing that breath, doing it with the longer exhale activates like the chill vibe. And I think even if you just did it for like a minute, which would be maybe eight, eight of those breaths, maybe fewer, that you would really feel a difference. And that's what I think is so amazing about the vagus nerve. It's a nerve that does it. It's not like some miracle or some woo-woo, oh, breathe deep, meditate. Like, no, it's like legit, it's science. So this was one of the ways that the vagus nerve is turned on. Is this like the most guaranteed way? Are there other, like what else turns on this vagus nerve? There are other ways. I think the breath one is like probably the easiest because your breath is with you at all times. But Uh (laughs) I I printed out some studies. So listen to this. Loud gargling with water. Uh, I can't do it with with mezcal. Please don't do it with the tequila. It has to be water. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's what this report says. Loud gargling with water or loud singing activates our vocal cords, which in turn stimulates the vagus nerve. As I mentioned, the yogic breath like the um, ujjayi breath where you're kind of constricting the back of your throat. So the vagus nerve like passes down by the throat. Some other things that says here, laughter, laughter stimulates the vagus nerve. So it sounds like a good time stimulates the the vagus nerve. That's why we go to Vegas to have a good time. (laughs) Now we made the connection. Um, (laughs) This also says, and I, and I have, you know what stimulated? I want to say it. I want to say it. You know what else stimulates the vagus nerve? Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) But not if you can't do the deep breathing if you're in like one of those smoky casinos. Can they still smoke in casinos? No. Oh, all right. Then deep breathe. I don't think so. I would hope you can't smoke in the casino. I would at least hope that there's a separate smoking lounge for smoking gamblers. But I usually have a good time in Vegas, right? So, um, laughing. so that would stimulate my Vegas nerve because I'm laughing, I'm having a good time. It sounds like a good time stimulates the Vegas nerve. And if you're breathing the correct way, you're really having a good time. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I hear what you're saying, definitely for laughing, but like you're not doing a lot of loud gargling, I would guess, like when you're in Vegas. No, no. 
No. But you could be doing loud singing and that says it works. But to me, the, that kind of breath, like with the long exhale, almost seems like quieter than what you would have in Vegas. You know what I mean? Like you would have to be intentional about it. You wouldn't accidentally breathe with your exhale twice as long as your inhale. So it sounds like it's, it's a physical stimulation. It, it can't be a, like a mental stimulation. That's where the having fun in Vegas, I thought maybe it was, but it sounds like it's only physical stimulation. I think you're right. I think it's a physical stimulation that can be activated by like gargling, by this intentional kind of breath where you're really drawing it in and extending the exhale by laughing, which is like a physical activity, right? Like you're laughing. Okay, so I have another question now. Okay. Now we know Now we know what stimulates the, the vagus nerve and why do I need to stimulate it? Because I'm stressed out. Or to just modulate your... Um, mood, you know, like if not just stressed out, but if you're, yeah, I mean, I guess it's stressed out. Like if you're feeling worked up and you've heard everybody, like, I mean, even like probably our parents were like, take a deep breeth, you know, and you're like, whatever. Well, I feel, yeah. And I'm being serious here because it's like, I get worked up often, you more often than any normal person would understand. If you know me, you know, my, my nickname, one of my nicknames that my brother calls me is the Hulk. Cause you get all because like, I, intense. I, I go from, I go from Eric Banner to, to the incredible Hulk because I get worked up over things. And so like, it's not Eric like, Banner, it's, it's Mark Ruffalo. No, the, the character's name when he's not the Hulk, oh, uh, oh, the incredible okay. Hulk, it's, it's, it's it, not Eric Banner, it's Banner, it's, Banner. it's something Banner. Yeah, Banner. Banner. yeah. Banner. Well, but what's his first name? I don't know. What's the incredible Hulk's first name? See, this is a trivia question. Whoever can message us with the answer, I'll give you a Starbucks <laughs> gift card. Banner. I thought it was Eric, David Banner. No, Eric David, Banner. David. Something like that. It David might be David. Banner, something like that. So he turns into the Incredible Hulk, and this happens to me much too often. So if I can stimulate this vagus nerve and learn how to do it, and not only that, I, I imagine that like this breathing method isn't just, oh, I feel like I, I can do it three times and then my mind will wander and I'll forget about it. And I think part of the practice, almost like yoga, is to stay centered in that breathing and to do it and to practice it. And the longer you do it, the better you get at it, the better you get at relaxing yourself. No? I think that's probably true. I mean, but like, it doesn't have to be meditative where you're like totally watching it, but I do think it would probably help to count, like maybe count on your fingers, inhale for four, exhale for eight. Like, you know, just give yourself sort of the finger signal to, to have like a visual for it. And I don't think you have to do it for very long. I mean, when we did it in the coaching, the continuing education thing, we maybe did it for one or two minutes. Like we just, so I don't think you have to do it for very long. I think if you did it, like if you set your timer for one minute, on, set your timer on your phone for one minute and then tried to count your breaths, I bet that even if you got distracted, you'd probably feel more calm. This is why I'm so interested in the vagus nerve. I mean, the vagus nerve has other properties too. I mean, it really does play a role in our digestion and regulating our heart rate. So there's more health benefits to be gleaned from the vagus nerve. But what interests me most, like as inner peace to go, is that doing that deep breathing, doing the exhale twice as long as the inhale stimulates this nerve that is literally truly connected to your parasympathetic response, which is that rest and digest response. So uh, I'm, I'm sold. Uh, what I'm not sold on is that I can get myself into the practice of it so that 
like right now the fantasy is oh man you can figure this thing out and you can learn to do this a couple times a day or three times a day or whatever or even get so good at it that like just your uh, exhale is longer than your inhale maybe just maybe you could be like gliding through life like i'm being serious about this and i'm interested in whether that really is a possibility and i'm also interested in how long do i need to do it to feel the effects so that i'm motivated to keep practicing I, I totally hear you because for me, like I'm the person who's like, oh, I, I remember reading something and it was like, use red lights, like the, you know, before COVID when we were driving a lot of places, use red lights as a reminder to take a deep breath. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I'm at red lights all the time. I'm totally going to use this as a reminder to take a deep breath. And I get to the first red light and I've already forgotten that that's what I was going to do. And I like yeah, never, ever did it. So, and the same thing, like anytime, like some of these simple techniques, I think remembering them is the hardest thing to do. So unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have any like really good tips on how to remember it, but if you can remember it and can just give yourself one minute of inhale for four, exhale for eight, I'm, I think that you would feel the effects immediately. I don't think it would be like, oh, then next week I'll have reduced stress. It would activate your parasympathetic response immediately. So you would feel better. Yeah. You would feel, I'm not saying it would go from a 10 to a two, but it would go from maybe a 10 to an eight or a seven. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would calm you down right away because it's not a mental thing. It's a biological thing. And it's probably like, you know, lifting weights. You're not going to get the muscles right away, but if you keep at it, like the muscles will come. Well, I think that it would, I mean, I think that you would get relief right away. I think the muscle that you're talking about here is remembering to do it. Remembering to do it and feeling, and, and, and I would remember to do it if it really made me feel better. And I get to a tipping point where I'm remembering to do it and I'm remembering to do it because I've had positive effects from it. So I want those positive effects again. And so I would continue to do it. That's what I'm looking for is that tipping point where it becomes a thing in my life. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like anything, like when you're making a new habit, how you have to be very, very intentional at the outset. And this is even more slippery than that, because it's like, you don't know exactly when during your day you're going to get stressed. Okay. Granted, if you know, like, oh, I've got a meeting with my boss, I'm for sure going to get stressed during that. So I'm going to do this vagus nerve deep breathing thing before I go in. And then you could put it on your phone with your appointment, right? Okay. Breathe. But if you wanted to yeah, do it, yeah. if you wanted to do it spontaneously, like in the moment, okay, somebody said something lame and now you're feeling freaked out. That for, for me, that's a like struggle point. Like, I don't know how to always remember to calm myself down. I do think that over time, the more we calm ourselves down is the easier it is to remember to calm ourselves down. But I do think that the, and I think this just based purely on the science that the tipping point should come sooner rather than later because we know that this is a physical stimulation that we're doing. This is, this is, a, this doesn't, you don't have to believe in it for it to work, in other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you sold me a physical stimulation. I love physical stimulation. So that's the vagus nerve. I mean, if you can remember to do it, if, do it by do it, I mean, take those deep breaths where, or take those kinds of breaths where you have the longer exhale, that where the exhale is longer than the inhale you will stimulate the vagus nerve and it should chill you out. You, Branamir, and you, anybody who's listening. Well, and this is, I figured out how I'm going to do it. It's really the way that I can remind myself to do it is exhale eight. And mm -hmm. anytime I can remember exhale eight, 
then inhale four is going to be easy. But if I could remember exhale eight and then inhale four, and I'll do that for as long as I remember when my mind goes off of it, it'll come back onto it and then I'll do it again. And, and I'll do it for a few days and it'll probably, according to you, catch in a few days. Yeah, well, great. Well, you know what? We'll check back and see how you were able to kind of implement it. And then maybe you can offer some tips like for if people want to try and do this and they have trouble remembering, because if you have that, if you have that experience and find you're able to call upon it or get yourself to do that when you're stressed, then please come back and like say how you did it. I will report back. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's so great to talk about this stuff with you. Uh, it's great to talk about anything with you. Oh, you're so awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Branamere. And thank you for listening to this little science break about the vagus nerve. So I asked Branamere, we recorded this episode a few weeks ago. So I asked Branamere if he really had been using it, using this method and whether or not it was working for him. So here's what he said. This is from a text. He said, I use the breathing method you taught me all the time since the podcast recording. I don't schedule it. I do it when I remember to do it. I do it beyond just stress because I feel like it's good for me to do as much as I can remember to do. It's almost become like a short meditation for me. I must do it at least three times a day. I trust what you said about it working. So I do it to be in the practice of doing it so that when I really need it, it will be there for me. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you to Branamere for being here. And I hope you enjoyed learning more about the vagus nerve. And most of all, I hope that doing this breathing exercise or this, you know, remembering to do the long exhales, I really hope it's helpful for you in moments of stress as a way to calm your mind and your body in just a couple of minutes. If you do try it, please let me know. I would love to hear about your experiences with it and also how you remembered to do it. Uh, you can let me know on Instagram. I'm at, you know, Sandy. You can let me know at innerpeacetogo.com. I would love to hear from you. And I just appreciate so much you listening. I hope that this show is helpful to you. And I just love having these conversations. So I, I really, I hope that they're of service. And I wanted to remind you that I'm still kind of on a break. That's why I've run some reruns and there will be no episode next week, but then I'll be back after that. And I'm working on a bunch of new episodes to um, bring us more peace and more ease into our lives. So thank you again. And I will talk to you soon. Hey, if you want to keep the peaceful vibes going, get on my email list. I'd love to send you my free ebook, The Ultimate Stress Busters Guide packed with actionable steps to bring on the chill. Plus, I'll send you more tips and inspiration every week. There's a link in the show notes, and I'll see you in your inbox.